WrestleBuddies Games Pass Wrestling Podcast about wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. I am your host, Matt Elfring. In this introduction, though, Dark Order member Chris Hayner is not here. Remember a few weeks ago when I said, hey, we're going to release this super long cut of, a, of an episode and some extra footage that we didn't get to? That's today. During our wine episode from a few weeks back, we had one mailbag question revolving around... Uh, how we would book CM Punk and AEW with CM Punk supposedly debuting in on AEW Rampage in uh, Chicago on Friday, August, whatever, uh, 20th. Yeah, August 20th. That makes sense. Uh, I thought this would be a good time to put out that uh, episode. So enjoy long, rambling, tipsy conversation from Chris and I. And on that note, Switching let's go back to our, um, let's go to our one question this week. Mm. Mailbag. It's a mailbag after dark. Take your shirt off or don't. It's up to you. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Powerball. I'm going to give him the Powerbomb. Yeah. Chris, real, real talk. I am a little tipsy after my two glasses of wine. Matt, I'm I've almost finished my double glass of wine. And I've drank about half of this, uh, 33% of this beer, and I'm feeling feeling good. I have gotten through um, a third of this wine. Oh, I still have tons of wine left. I don't know if you can see this. It doesn't look like I've had... It looks like I've barely put a dent into this wine. But, but I'll say the beer is at about here. You see? I've had a good amount of this wine. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. And I don't I drink, like so... Um, but Matt, we got one question this week. It Sorry. comes from AJ at Air Traffic AJ on uh, Twitter. He uh, he's actually an air traffic controller, believe it or I, not. I I can tell that based on that his name is Air Traffic AJ, and also his bio. I occasionally tell pilots where to go. Also um, offered me a um, a seat at All In uh, to go with him and a couple other people. And, Interesting, uh, you note that because Matt. His question is, take a big gulp of Stone Cold Riesling, which isn't a thing, but should be. Should be. And tell me how you would book CM Punk and Brian Danielson's entries into AEW. I'd like to go first. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's it. Here's how you do CM Punk. You have a show in Chicago, Hoffman Estates, which is nowhere near Chicago. Hoffman Estates is right next to me. I am not Chicago. Anyway. Is CM Punk debuting in your backyard? He is. He's going to back. He's going to backyard wrestle. Um, is he going to? Is he going to drive your kids' power wheel around? That sounds cool. That sounds pretty cool. Actually, do, 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 he's going to hang do, out with do, a barbecue. Do, 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 do. Okay. Anyway, so what you do is you get him at Hoffman Estates at what's mm. now called the Now Arena, which is the dumbest name for anything ever. Uh, it was the Sears Center previously, and you have him show up, and that's it. You just have him walk out. That's how you book him in Chicago. Right. But then what do you do with him from there? Here's the issue. And this is an this is going to be um, if you've been keeping up with like what Vince McMahon said during the um, investor call back uh, last week or we'll say the last week of July. Um, oh, before they fired Bray Wyatt. Right before they fired Bray Wyatt or came to terms with his release, which uh, whatever. Um. WWE is just dumping everybody 
and it's like AEW is going to pick them up. Impact's going to pick them up. And I, I feel like we're at a weird point in wrestling where when AEW started, I was so, so pumped that we were going to get like indie darlings. were going to be in the spotlight and that was going to be. And the they f- were for a hot second. They were. And then all these WWE guys got released and then it became like all these guys that uh, WWE didn't know how to book are now the top people in wrestling. And I, I it bugs the hell out of me because there's so much good talent that is not being spotlighted like it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so you book CM Punk by just having him show up and you book Brian Danielson by um, having him show up. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Who do you book Danielson against? I mean, like you book CM them against Punk? each other. Screw it. Yeah. Okay. Here's in a Like, I know I said, just don't. And, I stand by that. I think bringing them both in is a mistake. AEW's talent roster is already so bloated. Too deep. Uh, It's too deep. And there's too many people who aren't getting a chance to shine because they keep bringing in WWE guys. Remember when Jungle Boy was a top contender for the world title for a hot second? That's the other thing. You got to do something about Kenny Omega. Um, Here's what I think we do. For Punk specifically. No. Hmm. Yeah, for Punk specifically. You got to turn Cody heel. You can't you can't bring Punk in and throw him at Kenny Omega immediately. That is something that needs a build. Not only does that something that needs a build, like what message does it send? Is like we brought this guy in and paid him a bunch of money. So everyone who is like because as it stands, they've already started de-escalating Adam Page's uh which is push. nuts because that's been such a long build, man. Also, it could be argued that there is nobody more over in AEW right now than Adam Page. Yes. So like not pulling the trigger on him now is a mistake. So <clears throat> I think you turned Cody heel and have. Wait, who is the current champ of TNT? It's Miro. That's Miro. Oh, God. Don't I take it back. Don't don't book any of them. I want to be super. I want to be so. I want to be so real about CM Punk. I loved, loved, loved CM Punk when he was doing his uh, his thing in WWE. I mean, like, and it's more so than like he's a Chicago guy. You know, it's it's more than that. It's been ten years, man. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't have it anymore. That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. It's. I'm sure he still has it, but like, you can't. I don't think you can book him at, at, at the same level you could five years ago when he is still like people still clamoring for him. I'm I'm still clamoring for him, but like you can't book him at that main event level yet. You cannot do mm-hmm. that. That's why I think you have to start at a mid card area, which is where Cody kind of reigns supreme, regardless of whether or not he has the TNT championship. Mm-hmm. But Cody's mixed up with Malachi Black, another recent WWE uh, yes. release. So I don't. I don't know what to do with it. Maybe you can pair him with Miro and have the two of them fight over the TNT championship for a while. Cause since Miro was won the title, it's been aimless. He's got nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, as for Brian, da- for Daniel, Bryan, Brian Danielson, America, I first of American all, American dragon, first and foremost, I need him to be introduced as the American dragon, Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I need American dragon to make a comeback. It is one of my favorite nicknames for a wrestler of all time. And like it fits. It just fits. What do you do with him? Like 
whereas Punk shouldn't be slotted into a main event spot yet, I think Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega is money. It's money. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't need it to be for the world title. Just have it be I for don't. a match. Just a match. But to do that, we have to get the world title away from Kenny. And like so much, so much of AEW's program right now is so elite centric that you can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting position everyone's in. Do I think AEW needs both of them? No. And also, I'm willing to bet Punk is commanding a higher salary than Daniel Bryan at this point. Here's how you book Daniel I Bryan. I agree with that. You book Daniel Bryan backstage as a producer. I love Daniel Bryan. I, I'm sorry, Brian Daniels. That I should that should be saying that. I love Brian Daniels. I think he would be a great backstage leader, uh, training up and coming wrestlers. I mean, I, I think for me, I'm I like think he almost, still wants to wrestle. Is the thing if he still wants to wrestle, I, it's all up to him. I don't know what he's thinking. I'm not Brian Danielson by any means. Um, nothing, not even anywhere close to him. Anyway, um, I would love to see him back at Ring of Honor. Give Ring of Honor like a real no, no, you're not no, no. Also CM Punk, but no. Like the thing the 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 reality of ring of honor is like nobody there can offer him the money that would be like necessary for it and i no. would argue i would argue the same goes for impact those aren't big money players aw's a big money player yes these yeah guys, I would these agree. guys these guys create ratings and thus can command a healthy dollar so yeah i don't it's it's a very interesting weird position they're in is it weird that in 2021, I hate the wrestling landscape in a sense? Like, I just hate what it's kind of become. It's just, it's all. It's AEW thinking they're having a ratings war with WWE uh, and, and the fans have clamored onto that very much as well, which. Well, and, and AEW, for, to their credit, since NXT left Wednesday nights, AEW is doing better. It's yes. their ratings are slowly starting to go up now that they're back in front of a live audience, like a real live audience, not a not a daily place in Jacksonville live audience. Like the ratings are trending upward, so that's all good. But like, you don't need this. Nobody needs this. I understand. I understand Tony Khan, the wrestling fan, wanting this. Mm -hmm. But like, bro, you have so many toys in your toy box. You don't need to go buy more right now. Mm -mm. Darby Allen was so special just a couple of months ago. And now paired with Sting, he's just kind of a guy. Mm -hmm. Like how is Dar after Darby Allen main evented Dynamite weekend and week out defending the, a the TNT championship? How is he not elevated to a feud with Kenny Omega? Why? Why is Sting there? Why? Just to hang out with Darby. Like so many there's so many there's so many checks being written that I don't understand them. I feel like we're at a we're at a early WCW, like NWO era with AEW. Well, and also it's it's not anything WWE isn't doing. Like Goldberg is back again. I know we're stagnant. We're stagnant with the two main companies at this point. Meanwhile, WWE just released the like hands down and I will fight anyone who disagrees with me on this. The most creative mind in professional wrestling. 
I'm not going to fight you on it because I completely agree. I called him a creative genius the other day. Yeah, Bray Wyatt is remains will remain Wyndham Rotunda, his actual name, a genius. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to see what he does next. But like if you can't if and and also like from all the reports, one of the big top merchandise sellers, which like if you can't make money with this guy, like oof. I I just want to know what the hell is going on, because like I know they're I mean, I'm sorry, I speculate that they're selling. That that's the plan. And they're just I, trying to get rid of it. May, maybe eventually. I don't even know. I, I think it's just the new guy in charge. Uh, Nick Khan doesn't want any red on the books at the end of the year, which like, OK, that from a bit. I understand that from a business point, but also like. Your roster can't get stale and. Scene is back now, and that's great. That is for great now. for all of the numbers. But like eventually Cena has a movie to shoot later this year in Europe and he won't be around then. So, like, but don't worry, Goldberg's back. Who is still excited about Goldberg? Who? Uh, Goldberg. Who? Goldberg. No Lashley. offense to Bill Goldberg. Like, he had a, a a great place in wrestling history. But, like, do we do we need to focus on nostalgia so much in wrestling now? We, we shouldn't anymore. Indie wrestling became huge. We should be beyond all this. We should be focusing on new talent and also having your older talent kind of lead the way. But, like, we don't. When I say older talent, I mean, um, I, essentially, I guess, like leftovers from like FCW at this point. We, we we don't need to be like hearkening back to Attitude Era anymore. We are three eras away from that. But bring Hulk yeah. Hogan back, guys. Come on. Oh, God, don't don't joke. It'll happen. I, it will bring back. Uh, what's from the era? Who, someone from the era before Hulk Hogan. Uh, it's still alive. Oh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, I love. He's him. not from the era before, really. That's not. That's different because he was like legitimately wonderful in everything he did. In the I ring. don't know, man. It's just like I look at AEW's. I look at AEW's quote unquote originals roster, like people who have made their mark on a national stage in the AEW. Even though, like, they've all made their mark before. They've all been independent superstars. Uh, I, we, as we say this PWG as we're recording this PWG is running their first show since the, before the pandemic tonight in Los Angeles. And yeah. I, I hate that I'm not there, but also seeing so many pictures on Twitter of people not wearing masks. And I'm like, glad I'm not there. There was one guy wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. They use a luchador. It doesn't count. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. It was Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, I, I don't think Excalibur does commentary for PWG anymore. No, he doesn't. He was at the show though. Oh, I, of course he was. Yeah. Well, X, like, I don't know if this is still the case, but Excalibur was one of the owners of PWG. The original concept of PWG is it was a, a, a wrestling company created by and owned by wrestlers who were known <laughs> <A-A-W>. as AEW. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's what, you know, but they were known as the PWG seven. Um, so, yeah, originally PWG was founded by seven wrestlers, uh, Disco Machine, most of whom are like all of whom I would think are actually retired at this point. Well, except for Voldemort, he who shall not be named uh, uh, of the Lollipop Guild, uh, Disco Machine, Excalibur, Scott Lost, he who shall not be named, Super Dragon and Top Gun Talwar uh, were all they were all like SoCal indie guys 
who came together to found PWG. Um, although, according to Wikipedia, the company is owned by Adam Woodyat. And if I look that, if I look up Adam Woodyat, is that just Super Dragon's shoot name? Don't say it. No, according to this, Adam Woodyat is an English actor best known for his role as Ian Beale in the BBC soap opera EastEnders. Mm, I don't think this is true. I think, well, because there always used to be a thing on uh, uh, Super Dragon's bio on PWG.com is like, that his trainer was like handsome boy modeling school was his wrestling trainer. <laughs> Super Dragon is kind of hilarious. Uh, he's also just a nerd, which is, you know, whatever. Um, but like, so like the, the whole genesis of PWG back in 03 was these seven wrestlers came together to found. I keep saying seven wrestlers. It's six wrestlers. It's the PWG six. They came together to found their own wrestling company. And it was it, every and the, the goal was every card is a super card. Mm -hmm. And so for, I went to like every PWG show for like the first I'm going to say four or five years and every card was the best wrestling show you're gonna ever gonna see it's like that's where i saw punk versus samoa joe that's where i saw uh that's where i saw daniel bryan brian danielson the american dragon week in or month in and month out every single time i watched aj styles wrestle christopher daniels to a 60 minute draw what like it like so like Frankie Kazarian was one of the first champions. Uh, Adam Pierce, current WWE on screen stooge was uh, scrap iron. Adam Pierce, he uh, he made a lot of fun of me in the audience during my one of my one of the early PWG shows. I didn't like that very much. <laughs> Pierce. You ever feel like um, I'm just thinking about a lot about like just wrestling as a whole right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're in 1995 again. We're in this weird spot where it's like we don't wrestling doesn't know what it is right now. It needs the change, but it mm -hmm. hasn't had that singular moment. That's a kind of the 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 match for the fire. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, what would it be then? What would it be then? Well, we don't know. That's the thing. I mean, when you look back at 1995, the real. I mean, Hogan turning heel was was a big thing, but it was mostly I'd say mostly NWO. NWO the Hogan was, heel turn at Bash of the Beach was like the NWO was like that sort of counter at least. OK, this is where things get interesting. I wanted to call it like that counterculture moment, mm -hmm. but like ECW is kind of that counterculture moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. NWO, the NWO was sort of the mainstream level of like, we're not doing things the way they're normally done. Yes. Um, and then Hogan, Hogan turning at bash at the beach, which was, it was 96, right? I believe so. At bash at the beach, 96 Hogan turning there was like a look we even like we even corrupted your hero the man you mm -hmm. the man you pray to we're you're essentially your wrestling god we corrupted your wrestling god not in the like kind of in the jbl sense but not jbl um that was my favorite thing jbl used to do i am a wrestling god um so that was such a big thing and that was yes that was it was a mixture of that and also the rise of Austin. Mm -hmm. So like if you think if if you look in your head and you try to picture like what are the two like from 95 to 2000, 
what are the two images that stand out for you in pro wrestling? For me, it's it's that end of the end of the bash of the beach when the three of them are standing in the ring and there's garbage being thrown and mean jeans trying to interview Hogan. And then it's Austin driving the beer truck to the ring. Mine's um, DX going to the WCW stadium in the oh, Jeep. In the Jeep. Sorry, what they the, call the tank. The, no, in, in a Jeep with a barrel on it. It doesn't yes, really do yeah. anything. Yeah. But like, so yeah, there, but we, you're right, Matt. We don't really have those moments at this mm-hmm. point. Um, we have feel good moments. John Cena returning at the end of Money in the Bank and hearing the audience love it so much. Like, and that might also just be a function of age. We're not young like teens, early twenties people no. anymore. Like what jazzes me about wrestling now is when other people love wrestling so much that they just can't handle it. Yes. Like if wrestling can stir an emotion in me now, that's when I love it the most. John Cena returning at the end of money in the bank and hearing people lose their minds when that song hit. Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly it. I think that the next thing that needs to happen and it's already happened within um, within AEW and impact as I think that cross promotion wrestling matches would be the next thing that kind of become a turning point in wrestling. I don't know if I see WWE doing it unless it's with new Japan. That's what I was to say. The only way that first of all, if I never hear anybody say the forbidden door again, it'll it's be stupid. too soon. Yeah. It's dumb. Stop it. And guess what? The 7,000th time you've said it, that door hasn't been forbidden for a while. Let so, me tell you about how Ring of Honor and New Japan worked together for like 20 years. Dude, Impact and Ring of Honor had Impact a deal for like a long time. It's just so, WWE not working with anybody else aside from ECW in 95, 94 exactly and then the invasion so the only way but the only way crossovers will be a big enough deal to be that generation making thing is if wwe is involved because listen AEW can tout its numbers and talk about how it's a growing company and how like it's the face of wrestling and it's the future wrestling all at once you're not gonna like you can't top wwe it's impossible it's a global entity it's a global entity. It is on in every single country. It tours all these countries like WWE is Americana. Mm-hmm. Like WWE is Disney. Like, and am I saying WWE content is good as Disney content? No, no. <laughs> I love the Mighty Ducks movies. I would never say that. Is it as good as maybe the new Turner and Hooch TV show starring the guy from Drake and Josh? Probably. But that's neither here nor there. Also, watch the Mighty Duck show on Disney Plus. Mighty Duck show is fantastic. It's very, very good. I need to. Fi- I haven't watched the final episode yet. The Mighty Ducks movie reunion episode was darling. I loved it. I'm buzzed. I don't know if you could tell. You are. Um, so I am <laughs> very, too. Very, very. I am chatty. very buzzed. Um. And the and but yeah, they're not like there is no topping WWE because WWE is the establishment. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way, like WWE puts out tons of wrestling programming every year and they've been doing it for decades. They're they're the mainstream, but at the same time, wrestling isn't really mainstream right now. That's also a huge issue. I mean, they're trying to make um, moves by doing shows like at Rolling Thunder or whatever. But was it Rolling Thunder? Rolling, whatever rolling that's stupid. Loud. 
Rolling Thunder is RVD's weird somersault in the ring move. It was also a roller coaster at Great uh, Six Flags Great America for a while. That's true. Matt, I think I just figured it out exactly what it is. WWE is The Simpsons. Yeah. AEW is early seasons Bob's Burgers. It is a cool show. It is a different show. It is a show you might be more interested in and then this interested in than The Simpsons. But The Simpsons is the establishment. It doesn't go away. You're mm-hmm. not going to beat it. And that's not a bad thing for all like for all the competing with WB. They're trying to do AEW touts itself as a unique individual company. That's what needs to be focused on. Watch me bring this all around to the question from AJ, Mm. tying that to consistently bringing in former WWE wrestlers as opposed to elevating people that you've built and made into names. Nobody outside of the SoCal scene knew who Jungle Boy was prior to AEW. No. We knew who Darby was on a certain level because of like the the he did higher level indie stuff. But like Darby Allen on nationwide television every week is a big deal. Yes. Hangman. Oh, my God. Hangman, who was a low level indie guy prior to being the elite and rose in the ranks there and has been risen rising in the ranks of AEW as a credible world championship contender. Focus on these guys. These guys have unique stories that aren't like, yeah, we used to work for Vince McMahon, but now we work here. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. That's a story I'm not interested in. And guess what? CM Punk can deliver an amazing promo, and I'm sure he will. I'm sure it'll be excellent. But then what? Then he's just going to be wrestling the way CM Punk wrestles. CM Punk wrestles great, but I've seen CM Punk wrestle for a decade. Or longer. longer. Like, I've been watching CM Punk wrestle for 15, 20 years at this point. I've got Ring of Honor DVDs in my DVD library of him and Samoa yeah, Joe like, going, and they're great matches. It's incredible. But what about Private Party? Wrestling is <laughs> about, about, yeah, oh my God, Private Party. You mean Private Party of the Hardy family office? Don't even get me started on the Hardy family office nonsense. There's just there's so much going on in AEW that's so much more interesting than like the next WWE name they bring in. Mm -hmm. And I think the perfect encapsulation of that is the TNT championship meant something when Darby Allen had it. And now that Miro has it, I forget that it exists. That's it. Mm -hmm. He's the best man, Matt. I don't know if you know this. He was in uh, Kip. Sabian's wedding with Penelope. Remember when I was super pumped about that um, gimmick, but in a stupid way where it's like, it's funny, but like it doesn't have legs. No, it doesn't. And it didn't. And then they broke up and now Kip Sabian's out with an injury forever. Not forever. He'll be back, thankfully. But like there was no payoff. The only thing I remember from that entire thing is someone got thrown through an arcade cabinet at one point. Mm hmm. And I think Chuck Chucky e. T was uh, Chuck Taylor was the butler or something. Hey, but don't worry. They had MDK How is on. Orange Cassidy not a champion. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that Orange Orange Cassidy is one of the most over people in wrestling. And he's an AEW. He's popular that I'm going to guess 80 percent of WWE's entire roster. At least. But that's the power. That's I think the issue with just AEW as a whole is they get 
like, oh, we can grab this WWE guy and get ratings. But like you keep getting this WWE guy over and over and over again. Well, you keep telling that story. Everybody else just disappears. Also, if you want to think about the drawing power of Kenny Omega, all you have to do is think about how like Kenny Omega is on impact now, too. And guess whose ratings haven't gone up? Impact. There you go. Anyway, that was a lot. So essentially what we're going to say, AJ, is uh, don't don't book them. The end. Yeah, what I'm saying is we're at a really, really weird point in wrestling right now where something's going to change soon. For the better, I really hope, because how can it not change for the better, man? Look at like how big indie wrestling is right now. Also, am I going to mark out when Cult of Personality hits and CM Punk walks to the ring? Absolutely. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. I am. That's just the real reality of it. I'm assuming they're going to do uh, uh, Flight of the Valkyries, some version of it for Brian's yes. walk to the ring. Into it. That's going to be great. But guess what? A month from now, that's not going to mean as much. It's just not. You got to make stars, man. You can't be living off other people's stardom. CM Punk's height was 10 years ago. You got to look to the future. That's it. Make sure to check him out on heels. <laughs> anyway. Hope anyway. So. Andy, I'm not going to be going to all out with you. I apologize. I'm going to. Oh, you should absolutely go. I'm going to watch. Are you, are you going to buy it? Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't even thought about. Should we cover it? No, we should. Pro- like, why oh, not? We should cover it. We should do. Shoot. You know what? You know what? Let's figure out when all out is and let's do. A, we'll do a predictions episode and we could do a little bit of coverage. We for probably it. should. I want to do AEW predictions episodes and all that. But um, I think the issue is I, I just don't want to work every weekend. All right. Well, we can do a predictions episode, but we could do coverage of it all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not every weekend, but like the all out, I feel like is their big one. So stay tuned for a predictions episode and then our coverage on GameSwap. Maybe. Oh, uh, crap. when is all out? <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I hope it's not the weekend of my brother's wedding. I hope it's not that weekend also because I'm also out of town. Here we go. All out 2021 is September 5th. That's right. First weekend of That's September. so far away. OK, we got plenty of time we to figure this out. Tons of time. Anyway, that's our rambling from a few weeks ago. Make sure to check out Rampage on uh, August 20th. I w- the first episode of Rampage, I'll let you know, I watched um, live and loved really, really fantastic opening episode for the new show, which is uh, AEW mainly focusing on wrestling. What I loved most about it, guys, it came on after SmackDown. So I got to watch SmackDown and then I watched AEW. Don't have a ratings war with each other. Do it that way. It's awesome because then you get a whole night of wrestling and my wife gets mad at me. But it doesn't matter because we're going to watch wrestling. It's my night for the TV. Anyway, race reviews on iTunes, all that junk that you're going to hear at the end uh, in the outro. We will see you guys later this week with a interview with uh, Raw Women's Champion Nikki A.S.H., the almost superhero and in addition, on that episode, we are going to be having our SummerSlam predictions. We're going to be combining those into one piece. Uh, so it's jam-packed. And guys, come on back to GameSpot on August 21st. That's Saturday, not a Sunday for a pay-per-view. It's a Saturday pay-per-view for live coverage and a review of the show featuring your favorite Wrestle Buddies, myself and Chris Hayner. Uh, we'll be reviewing the show. And when I say review the show, making jokes. Um, 
Thank you guys for listening. We will see you later this week. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week.